is the live edition. We're bringing you into our real life. We road are trip on edition. road trip at this moment. This, we're on our way to do a family trip that we do every year with Bob's family. Yeah. So here we are. So I thought this would be a fun thing to discuss. 10 things that only our closest friends know about us. Uh -huh. And so the first thing that I think is really interesting about you. About me. Do you want to share? Sure. So the way I grew up, my dad was a musician and it was his dream to have a family singing group. And so we did it for my so dad. So like the Jackson 5, like that? No, people more call it like the Von Trapps or the Partridge family. That's what they, <laughs> not the Jackson Five. So we Linda would travel around dances. to your church and she would, uh, she would play and sing with her family, right? Yes. Yeah. And it was, it, well, we weren't great. We weren't great. But because of that, we all developed a love for music and uh, yeah. I think we developed some skills there that we wouldn't have otherwise, but yeah, that yeah. was number one for me. Yeah. So for me, in the Edwards family singers, one of the interesting out. things that a lot of people don't know in which I don't know why you would or even care, but I'll go ahead and share it anyway. So I was actually a really good grocery bagger, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, if you even knew that was a skill, I don't know if it's a skill anymore, but at some it point, is. if you go to Trader Joe's, they are really good at bagging. Yeah. But if you go to Sprouts, they're not so great at it. Anyway, so I won some competitions and uh, ended up winning some money uh, because of my bagging skills. And I have it's a bagging the, trophy, believe it or not. one of the things that drew me to you. That's it? Best bagger award? Best yeah. bagger award. I was like, I got to have him. So <laughs> another thing you may not know about Linda is that she was actually the rebel of her family. I was totally the rebel. Which is kind of funny if you know her because she doesn't seem like the rebel type. Well, I'm not. I'm not the rebel type. But you were. But I was so the rebel of my family, which really proves to you what a goody two-shoes family I come from. Because I think most people thought I was already a goody two-shoes. And when they find out I was the rebel, they're like, oh. Yeah. So what does that say for the rest of your family? Yeah, they're very, we were very um, just, I don't know, what would you say? Just pure, innocent, Super very conservative, innocent. Christian yeah. family. That's how I grew up great way to describe it yes which will lead me into number three but let's do yours first oh yeah. if you weren't doing this what would you be doing yeah yeah so a lot of these are kind of seed time pulled from different questions that we were kind of thinking about asking but anyway yeah if i weren't doing this i would probably be a chef i would probably maybe even like a sourdough baker oh uh but definitely doing something i think with food which... like it's a love of mine i love cooking really really good food you're gluten-free, though, so you'd be making gluten-free sourdough, I guess. Yeah, which I'm already doing. Which you're already doing. So, yeah. So I think that's one of those things that maybe we'll have you over for dinner. Mm. I'll make you maybe. something good. <laughs> yeah. You will love it. And I'll probably go, you like, I've done uh, at least a little bit of cooking classes. He, and I would probably do, I'll probably do a lot more over the rest of my life. He really is such a good cook. Like, he... Our, we have some friends that lived with us for a while and they're like, Bob, just whip this up. Just no problem. And it's always like so good. And you're like, how'd you do this? And he's like, I don't remember. I just threw stuff together. He's one of those cooks. But anyway. Yeah. All right. You're number three. I'm not my number three. So my rebel, the rebel in me, I got two tattoos when I was, when, you when turned, I turned 40. 
<laughs> so now we're 216, but well, we're okay, 240. So I don't know if you saw the Nate Bargatze, the third special he did, which was on Amazon Prime. Yes. But in that one, he talks about growing up in a conservative Christian home and how like he had to hide stuff from his parents like he talked about how his his younger sister got a tattoo when she was 18 and he was like you're gonna get in big trouble and she said uh she said no i'm not i'm 18 i can do whatever i want he goes well i'm 28 and i'm still hiding wine (laughs) and i just was like yes that is that is exactly how i feel like i had to hide stuff from my parents even as an adult and so yeah i got two tattoos i just went for it it was like i'm not getting one two for one deal (laughs) i'm going in for two so one of them is a heart they can't see that a little bit you can see it right there and then i've got some of bob's writing on my arm right there. what is it it's your signature it's my signature sign sealed delivered baby sign sealed delivered yeah so (laughs) all right uh so another question that we were kind of exploring with this is like what's your biggest fear and for me, my biggest fear, and it's interesting because God has led me into this so many times, but my biggest fear, if I'm honest, is failure and failing. And I've always hated it. And yet part of my journey has just been that God has just led me into failing, 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 failing. It's so many things. And, and I am like, because of that, I'm so convinced and such a big fan of failure. And I you know, like all the motivational quotes you hear about failure and why it's so good. It's like, it's just true. It's absolutely true. And all of anything that resembles any success that, uh, I, or we have had, it's like, it all came as a result of so many failures. And so, so it's been hard, but it hasn't gotten easier. I still don't like it. I still don't like failing, but, uh, yeah. So failure, failure. What's your big fear? I didn't do anything that in depth or that deep <laughs> on mine right, okay what's my number four thing that only our friends would know about us uh we've adopted twice and we absolutely love it yeah. like i feel bad for people who don't adopt i think that it is a huge missed opportunity and i understand well, not everybody's called to but i understand not everybody's called to it but the people who it's are such like such a beautiful thing like i had know? one person say to me well no offense but i want to you know be pregnant and have my own child and I was like first of all I do take offense to that (laughs) because I'm like you're you're missing out on what a great thing it is well I think we've realized it's not it's not a secondary option it's not a less than I can't get pregnant therefore this which we didn't understand that before pure and undefiled religion is this that you care for orphans and widows yeah it's like to me, this is like one of the yeah. best things you can do. Totally, it's special. Yeah, it's... and but I mean beyond that, it's just so yeah, it's so cool because it's like we are all adopted into God's family, and I feel like you just get a new and fresh revelation yeah. of that, where it's like our kids—they're not. It doesn't. There's not. They're they're different as individuals. We have one natural born and then two adopted. Yeah, and there's no distinguishing between yeah. them because of adoption. Yeah. Yeah. So. So anyway, the reason we're saying all this, I guess, is that we're just big, big, big fans of it, and um, huge fans. We want to. If you're on the you. fence and want to do it, send us a message. We will. Yeah. We'll we'll be happy to chat and convince you that it is definitely the way to go. Yeah. So uh, another thing, uh, a lot of people don't know is I was a worship leader in my church for 
probably a decade, I would guess. Mm. Music was a really, really big part of my life for yeah. a really long time. Which was a requirement if you were going to marry into my family, basically. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. Like, So then once we moved to Nashville, ironically, I've basically done nothing, <laughs> nothing. with music ever since. I barely picked up a guitar. Although it is a requirement so, if you moved to Nashville that you have, have to, to be have a, a guitar. musician. You can't move here without a guitar. You have to have something you can hang it on the wall. It is amazing how it's like, even like people who are not pursuing it as a job are still musicians. Yeah. I don't know, it's like, it, they, it just is a magnet for musicians, it's funny. No, yeah, it's interesting. Our church, uh, we go to a church, it's in Nashville, lots of musicians there. And we went to be in the choir at our church and so we were in the choir for a couple different things. We were and, the worst ones in it. And it was fascinating <laughs> to me. No, because like I've been a worship leader a long, long time. But like almost everyone in the choir had been a worship leader or was a studio musician or was a professional right. musician <laughs> or like, and so it's like just crazy. crazy yeah, crazy. it's but, pretty funny. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I want to ask you a question now. Okay. So what is the most exciting part of your mm. job? Uh, being part of whatever what we're doing being here at part C -time. of C time what's the most exciting part of your job the thing that is the most exciting to me is anytime we get to do live events uh -huh. so talking to a crowd of people in person is my favorite for sure but even over over like um, zoom and stuff like that I really like that because I just I like the feedback I like the the interaction yeah the interaction like it, I just think with it's you Right, I just think it's more fun. I mean, that's that was, you know, the blessing of 2020 is that we can connect a little bit better online than we could before. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that's why every time we do something, we're like, please comment, please, <laughs> please like say stuff in the thing. Don't just like hang there staring at us. Cause it, it really, it, it, I think it brings, it draws out more stuff in us um, I think we'll say things that we wouldn't normally say if we realize that we've got friends like hanging out. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. we're funnier. So yeah, that that's my, I just think it brings out the best. Yeah. So that's what I like. What about you? Uh, yeah, I would probably say the same thing. And, huh. and just in case you're wondering, we're going to be doing, we're doing a live workshop every month for the rest of this year. Yes. So just stay tuned, get on our email list if you want to hear about yeah. all those, seedtime.com slash newsletter or subscribe. And come either. to that and, and yeah. chat with us there because it really is, it's a lot Yeah, so that's a big thing I enjoy a lot. I really enjoy writing. Like writing the book was a very, I don't know, it was hard, incredibly challenging, but also incredibly fulfilling and really enjoyed it a lot. I agree, that was gonna be my second one actually. Yeah. Yeah. So. So there you go. Anyway, so that's a little bit about Ten us. Ten things you don't know about Ten us. Ten things only your closest friends know. Now you are in the inner circle and you know some of them. I'm sure there are more, you know. But, uh, yeah. We should do we should do more fun things. Like, what's the most expensive item you've bought? What's the what dumbest you, thing you bought? What's the dumbest thing you bought? We could do that. Maybe we'll do a whole episode oh on boy. that. Oh, <laughs> boy. Anyway, all right. Yeah, we can need more than one so, episode on that. This was our little break to get out of the uh, van oh for a minute gosh. and to say hi to y'all. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to get back on the road and um, head out on our trip. So let's do this. We will see ya. Bye.
All right, we want to know if you've heard about our flagship class called True Financial Freedom. Yeah, and if you haven't, it's more than just a money class. Mm -hmm. It's really about fulfilling your God-given purpose, breaking free from hidden money beliefs, and making a lasting impact. Yeah, and we've gotten feedback from students, and they've said things like, it is the first class I've taken where at the end of each session, I felt equipped and not burdened. Yeah, and it's less theory and more realistic action steps and guidance. We've also heard it felt like a conversation with friends, which is awesome. Yeah, and it encouraged me in ways I didn't think I would ever experience. This class is on demand, and it's designed for churches and small groups as well as individuals. And you can get all the details at seedtime.com slash TFF.